I'm Laura. And I'm Agustin. And, and you're, you're listening, listening to VS Podcast. Hey, what's going on? Villas, Villas Podcast here, El, Coron El Coronel with El Sargento, myself, Coronel. What's going on, my friend? Hey, what's going on, man? How you guys doing? We're out here. Believe it or not, we are freezing in Phoenix. It's freaking cold right now, bro. Yeah, it's like a cool 85, <laughs> 89 degrees. We're, it, this is beautiful weather, though. We can't complain. We're the envy of the, of the country. Absolutely, <laughs> man. Now that we're talking about weather... What do you think about the weather in Minnesota, Z? I mean, I know no. we got a couple guests. Dude, I a couple got, guests that can talk, they can talk a little bit about the weather, right? I, I just got some chills. I just I got some, like, wind chills. Uh, <laughs> my ears are freezing. My not, my, my mocos are freezing. Just thinking about it. Um, I've been to Minnesota. Have you been to Minnesota? I have not been to Minnesota. Okay, well, you know what? VS Podcast, VS uh, Army, we got uh, two members that are from Minnesota. going to talk a little bit about where they're from. Uh, we're going to talk about their journey, uh, also about their, you know, their fandom when it comes to La Selección, their their teams, and of course how they made all that fun stuff. So let's give it up for our two guests. Give it up for Agustin and Laura. Hello. We're sitting at a solid 28 degrees up here in the cold north. <laughs> so it is it is lovely right now. I mean, I wore shorts today multiple times when I came out of the gym. I mean, this is fabulous weather for us. I know you guys are complaining about the heat and we're over here just like loving life up here dude you are insane wearing shorts in 28 degree weather no yeah, thank we get, you slightly below freezing yeah we get used to it i mean no we we acclimate we get to like 100 plus degrees in the summer and negative 30 in the winter so our bodies just get used to it so it was sunny today too yeah so it didn't feel quite as cold, but oh, yeah. Oh was... my gosh, Coronel, that's like the extremes over there, dude. I don't... <laughs> oh yeah, definitely. Well, for for a lot of our, our our listeners that are following right now on VS Podcast and are wondering, well, you know, who is who who are our guests? You know, who are our special guests this week? Let's let's talk a little bit about them because I guarantee you, everyone has seen them, everyone knows who they are. They just not might not put a name to the face. So let's let's dive right into that, man. I'm really excited. Yeah, let's do that. Let's go right into it. So before we go into, you know, their journey with uh, the going, La Selección and, and following the games, um, first tell us a little bit about you guys individually. So, Agustin, tell us where you were born, raised. I was born and raised in the Twin Cities, so that's, you know, the metro area of Minnesota. Uh, my family's from Hidalgo, Mexico. Then I've been here my entire life, and I plan on being here probably the rest of my life. Um, Laura and I are settling here, and so I think this is our home for the rest of our lives. We live in a suburb out of the city of Minneapolis, St. Paul area. So um, I grew up in the Twin Cities area in Minneapolis, St. Paul, and we met in college. Uh, we went to a small private um, Catholic school up in kind of the woods of Minnesota, 
just recently got engaged about a couple months ago and planning a, a wedding for next year. So really awesome. Congratulations. Awesome. Congratulations. That's great. That's great Thank news. You. For Again, for those of you guys who don't know, I'm going to call him Augie, who Augustine, Augie and uh, Laura are. Does everybody remember the sign? What, was, what did the sign say? Yeah, let's talk about that. So talk about let's your sign. About- so um, well, we went to the World Cup back in 2018, and that was when it really officially started. It says, Me enamoré de un mexicano y me enamoré de su equipo. So that's really the start of our of our soccer watching. Um, the first time we had that sign, and it was kind of a, a little bit of a hit that we, we wanted to show it. it. It really shows that I fell in love with um, him first, and then with that, the Mexican soccer team. Dude, a little, a little bit of a hit. I mean, you guys are a huge hit. I mean, as soon as you guys were uh, were featured on, as soon as they showed you guys on TV, it just it blew up. Like everybody started making signs. It will busco novia toxica. You know, just quiero novio para Qatar. I mean, just all kinds of signs blew up. Augie, man, what did you did you did you realize what you guys uh, actually were stepping into when when you guys made that sign? Yeah, did you guys know that what what monster you created? Yeah. I think I mean it, it was it was a big hit in Russia um, when we had it. I people kept walking up to me and everyone assumed that she was a Russian, um, and so people were like even more excited. They're like, "Oh my God, you came here and like you found like a Russian in like a few days, or like you paid like a Russian girl to come to the game." I'm like, "No." Um, and so we had like we were interviewed a couple times by TVs. Um, I don't think we made it because we were. Uh, pretty pretty drunk so i don't know if, what, if we were coherent and like with the stuff we were saying but um it, it, it was a blast and then you know we we decided like let's let's do it again let's you know let's go to more games now that you know that was her her first big it was her first the biggest game we went to and um you know and then it all went it all went from there and you know every time we go we're gonna plan on making a new sign and depending on the game and Keep having fun. And what what bigger stage in the World Cup, right? I mean, yeah. you, guys, you guys hit it. You guys went to like, you know, forget this little stuff. We went big time in did it in Russia. August, what, what's your what's your background regarding like your you know following with soccer? Yeah, so I I'm like just like everyone else I think who's been on the podcast. I grew up watching it with uh, with my dad specifically. Uh, my mom, you know, she didn't really watch it growing up. But my dad would just take me to games all the time to you know watch it at his friend's house. Um, you know, we didn't have the luxury of like living in LA or Houston where Mexico can come play frequently. So my dad would, he'd take me to his friend's house. Um, I get dragged along to those. And, you know, back then I didn't really think much of them. I'm like, Oh, I'm just going with my dad, like bring me to all the boxing matches. And there's one memory that sticks out. And that's in, uh, 2005, uh, Mexico versus Argentina. Uh, Carlos Salcedo scores a goal in the Confederations cup. That is the single biggest memory I have growing up. Not sure why that one is. That is the biggest memory I have. Um, outside of that, you know, I just kept watching it as much as I could. Right around the time where I became like a huge Dusseldorf fan too. Um, so that's my team. I know most people are Chivas fans on this podcast, but <laughs> we are um, Dusseldorf fans. Uh, so I became a fan of them in 2006. Um, you know, I didn't. We never had cable. So we didn't have the Spanish channels up here. They're not local channels in Minnesota. For some reason, I was able to watch the defunct Superliga where Pachuca ended up beating LA Galaxy and David Beckham and Donovan. And that's when my, my passion for them really blew up when I was in middle school. Big Minnesota United fans up here. We're season ticket holders, so we're at most of their games. And 
Laurita go to those games with us and uh yeah and then you know we're gonna our plans are never to stop going to Mexico games we're gonna keep going as much as we can and that that explains that your family's from Hidalgo right so definitely the Pachuca connection is there I, I again, I no problem with that as long as you're not a Medica fan. You're more welcome. <laughs> Anytime you come to Arizona, just hit me up. You're welcome to my house. You're welcome to awesome. <laughs> I mean, I think this is what two time, two two podcasts in a row that we don't have a Chivas fan on there. Yeah, very very proud of you, Z. I am. I'm, I'm trying well to I'm, I'm trying to book outside my comfort zone. Dude. I'm trying to grow <laughs> as a you know. Buen as trabajo, buen trabajo, Ramirez. Buen trabajo. Gracias. Gracias. <laughs> You brought up the, 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 you know, being season ticket holders for the, you know, the Minnesota team. Um, were you at the playoff game that, you know, the game against the Galaxy? Uh, unfortunately, we were. We were there and uh, sad for us, but uh, we're in Minnesota, so we're uh, used to disappointment in sports. But <laughs> yes, we were there. So are you guys excited when uh, LA Galaxy lost to LAFC or are you not don't really don't care at this point? Yeah, no, I mean, I was neutral about it. You know, I, I, I thought that they would win. Like I was, you know, I, I thought LA Galaxy would beat us. Like I wasn't like, oh, we're going to win this. Like, you know, Zlatan is going to be good enough and his team, they got Jonathan on there. But I was, you know, I, I think I've watched most El Tráfico games. Not a really diehard fan, but like I was cheering for LAFC, you know, when they played, and again every time they played in the past, I've always, always been cheering for them. Nice, nice. Hey, so so Minnesota United doesn't have any Mexican-born players, do they? No, the they roster. have. Uh, they got one guy who actually played in. Uh, he played in León, Miguel Ibarra. He's uh, born here, but he's actually played for the U.S. team a couple of times. But that's that's it. We have him mm-hmm. and uh, I, Carlos Vela's younger brother or older brother. I don't know what his name. Younger, older. He actually played for us a few years ago before we were in the MLS, uh, but I never actually saw him play. So, uh, but that is a, like a little fun fact about Minnesota United. I, d- I didn't even know Carlos Velas had a had a brother because he. Yeah, you know. I I didn't know it until someone mentioned it like on Twitter, and I looked it up, and yeah, and then I checked on him again. Now he's playing in like I think Liga Ascenso or somewhere else in Mexico. There you go. See, you learn something new in this podcast, right? Yeah, Alejandro, Alejandro Vela. That's the uh, he came up with. Uh, he came up with Chivas. He was actually on Chivas, and uh, Carlos was on the uh, Fuerza Básica. Let's talk to Laura a little bit. Laura, um, how did you become? How did you get into soccer? Is it all because Agustin, or did you follow it uh, before meeting Agustin? No, it was really thanks to him. I, I developed passion for it. But the first game that I went to was the Mexico versus Jamaica. 2016 Rose Bowl. We went to California for that, and and that's where it really kind of sparked. Like, oh wow, this is actually like a very cool thing to watch and a very cool thing to be a part of. And the following and the fan base and the tailgating—it's just all such a fun culture to be a part of and a fun experience. We won that one. I, I wanted it was the uh, it was the com- uh, not the Confederations. It was the uh, or oh, maybe it was. I don't even remember anymore. I thought it. I was thinking it was the U.S. going in ball 100 centenario thing tournament where we're like where you, like the south american teams came up but it might have been a gold cup game copa america maybe i don't know it was copa america centenario that was a big one that was here in the states said you would go to you know see matches with your dad and friends and you know you would get together with people and watch games but also boxing growing up did you ever um get to see Cesar, Julio Cesar Chavez fight is that i think that was before my time i remember seeing a bunch of uh de la olla i just remember being there because they're so late at night here yeah uh, and then I just remember just going and like usually passing out, sleeping, or playing with the other kids who were there. Yeah. Um, but I don't, I don't really recall many of the, many of the fights I actually remember, like remember seeing. It's and I, it, you know the thing that I remember all those fights. Yeah. I mean, 
Dude, that, that's another thing, right? You, you talk about, like, Mexico. You know, we talk about dude, soccer a lot. We talk about, you talk about soccer a lot, but also boxing, dude. I just remember that. There's that connection, too, dude. I mean, I, I remember going to family or, or neighbors or friends' houses to watch these matches, dude. Like, that's another connection there that, I can, that we can relate. Coronet, did you, uh, did you ever do that as well? Oh, absolutely, man. I, I used to catch all those fights, man. I think I was I was 35 at the time, and Julio Cesar Chavez was in his prime. So I remember, I remember perfectly all the fights. It's funny you mentioned um, De La Hoya, though, dude. That was one that I actually we didn't we didn't I didn't like. My family didn't like him a lot because he was. Dude, I hated De La Hoya. I still hate him to this day. I've always hated De La Hoya. I actually met De La Hoya once. I, I met him at a bar um, in L.A. And the dude was smashed. I mean, he was completely smashed. He was wearing this sharp pinstripe suit. I do remember that. And he had a couple bodyguards. And, and I did talk to him. He was an ass. But, you know, whatever. <laughs> whatever. I'll just, you know, we'll leave it at that. We'll leave it at that. Yeah. That's great. Do you still follow um, box at all there? Not yeah. as much as I do soccer. My dad, I don't know who's fighting on Saturday. But I guess there's a fight this Saturday. Mm-hmm. Uh, is it, I don't know if it's Canelo versus, or who else is, who is fighting. But, yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm going to. My dad told me to come over. We have a wedding, so he said come over after the wedding, even if to just stop by. I'm like, okay, well, we'll see. So yeah, okay, perfect. Yeah, so I've seen some of his matches or some of the highlights, just because I don't want to pay for you know the pay per view or whatever. But my dad now is paying for it, so. Well, the Coronets, no, I don't know. I don't think the Coronets a Canelo fan. He's a Triple G fan, Canelo. I'm a Triple, I'm a Triple G. You know what? I like Canelo. There's not, I mean, I, I like Canelo when he was younger and he was coming up. Uh, he was actually, you know, he, he's our guy, basically, you know. But yeah. I think I think that with uh, with Triple G also fighting at the same time, I like Triple G's style more. I think uh, Triple G was more, he will take on anybody that came, anybody that came at him. Yeah, and then I think I think Canelo's career has been more kind of paved the road for him, so to speak, in his later later part of his career, uh, which I guess that's just standard business. If I had to pick between the two, I'd pick Triple G. Yeah, when they fought, I know I know who you were going for. That's why I was like, mm-hmm. Laura, really quick, what's what's your um, so you're you know in from Minneapolis. What's your background regarding your family? Like, uh, they've been in Minneapolis for a while, but dating probably like way way back is Norwegian and Swedish. No, the, yeah. reason, the reason why I asked, there's a reason why. So, like, for example, I don't know if you guys are planning to have kids, but maybe you guys can have a future Canelo, right? So, you put the, yeah. There. <laughs> yeah, um, no, we, we, it, we, no, we haven't decided yet. We've talked about it. We always like, do we really want kids? Do we not want kids? Like I said, we just got a puppy this summer and we're like, we're content with this puppy. And I've told her, like, we're going to get, you know, if we get it, boy or girl, that she's going to, they're going to get into soccer and, gonna make them be hopefully be good enough to play for la selección if they allow it i don't know like i know they allow second generation like i could play if i was good but i don't know if like my children could play it could be could, they could be naturalized this time go play in league imx <laughs> could you yeah i think you have to be a, you'd actually, you'd actually have to be a mexican citizen okay uh, correct me if i'm wrong and then they can so yeah. everybody everybody who's listening to the podcast if you have uh, a young son or even a daughter and they want to and you want them to play for la selección Go be a Mexican citizen. That's the way to do it. That's the way to do it. Have, have them, yep, have them play over there. Have them grow in the leagues over there. Um, and definitely that chance is there. And, and you can and you can also also buy property out there too. So uh, really quick, if you guys are wondering what that background noise, I think that's the the pup that you guys are talking about there. That's uh, that wants to be involved in this podcast. Uh, what, yeah. kind of, what kind of what kind of dog do you have? She is a half train walker coonhound, and then a quarter Australian shepherd, and an eighth husky. And an eighth mix. So she's a little bit of a mix. 
She's pretty cute. She's six months old, and she's just chewing on a bone right in front of us. <laughs> Content as can be. Now, hey, hey, Laura, so what I want to know is you were talking about possibly in the future. I mean, I'd, I'd suggest you guys travel as much as you can, enjoy life. You guys seem like you're young. you got a lot of energy. you got a whole your whole life ahead of you. But we're talking about kids. What I want to know is how did you guys meet? I mean, I know you guys met in college. Is there a funny story? Like, was it a yeah. blind date? Was it a online dating? Like, you know, were you working at McDonald's and Augie walked in? Were you at the drive-thru? Like, like, what's the backstory? That's what I want to know. See, what I like about Coronet, he didn't flip it around and do the stereotypical thing and said that he was working at McDonald's. So that's good. <laughs> I like that. We're, we're progressive here. <laughs> that's awesome. Uh, we just met. So we we uh, met our sophomore year of, of college. Um we're out drinking on the town, um, influenced by Ronnie D and uh, probably some some vodka, and got to know each other a little bit. Yeah, nothing exciting. Like, well, <laughs> I think the first thing she, I mean, the one of the first things she told me was a lie. Um, you know, we had I was really good friends with some of her roommates, and we went out, and you know, it was like the first weekend of sophomore year, so I'm going out with like the same guys and girls I was going out, you know, freshman year, and then. Um, I was just like, she's like, I don't know who this girl is. I was like, who are you? Um, she's like, oh, I'm so-and-so's roommate. I'm like, oh, okay. And she's like, I went out with them every, like all the time last year. And I was like, that's a lie because I didn't recognize you. And I went out with them like all the time. Uh, but you know, so that was, you know, the first, one of the first things she ever told me was I like to consider it a lie. Oh my God. Laurita, 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 instead of Laurita, 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 la liar. <laughs> <laughs> So I'm imagine I don't know, but um, I've never been. I mean, I've been to Minnesota once. I guess like maybe a couple times now. I don't think there's a lot of uh, Mexicanos out there. Is that true, Agustin? Is there, is it, or is it now more? We see there's more Mexicanos out there. I mean, there there is, but it's it's definitely not like a Chicago, LA. Like I mean, I don't know. Like in my class of our college class of our each class was like about a thousand, a little less than a thousand, and we went to like a, an hour northwest of the Twin Cities, so it's even more further north. About four thousand students. I'd say we were probably about maybe two hundred Latinos total, and that you know extended with like people from El Salvador. They've done like a really good push to like get more Latinos in in our school, so there's more now. But I, we were definitely under two hundred. In other suburbs, it's it's less, um, but so it's noticeable. Yeah, yeah, I, that's what I, I mean. I figured it's starting to you know starting to see more and more, but definitely not something that's you know as common like you said in the big cities, right? Especially the <laughs> southwest, right by the border towns, like you know that that's an obvious. The reason why I asked too is just you know my my wife, I just got married over a year ago. She's originally she's originally thank you. She's originally from Georgia. She's also Juanita. So that's another connection there. And um, growing up, she didn't know a lot of Mexicanos. So when she came over to Arizona, she was just like, oh, oh, she who are these? <laughs> no, not at all, bro. She's like, who are these? ¿Quién son estos? <laughs> what, what, is, who are, what is this? What's going on? <laughs> that's, that's how I felt when I moved. We, we lived in Minneapolis. So like, it's not our capital, but it's the biggest city, most populated. More people know about Minneapolis and St. Paul. But we moved to a suburb and... I went to school and I think everyone, it was in like third grade, fourth grade, and everyone in my class like stopped and like they found out I was Mexican and they're like, you speak Spanish? And like they, like everyone stopped me and it was like, it made my move even more interesting because everyone was like, oh my gosh, like you know Spanish, you're Mexican? Like, like when I moved. What is horchata? What is horchata? What's (laughs) horchata? 
it was uh it was very different moving to a suburb of the city. But I don't know. Laura can tell you her side if she's. What 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 did you see in in Agustina? You're like okay, this is, this is definitely uh some someone you know I'm not used to. Did you always date Mexicans? Did you like Latinos or? He has just has a lot of charm to him. He's easy to love. So I think that's what drew me in. And then the I didn't know much about his culture. And then I was like, wow, this is very cool. So I he's definitely a keeper, and I'm definitely gonna keep loving his culture, which is. It's such a wonderful thing to be a part of. I love his family so much. They've always been so welcoming. And I think that that's really a big testament to the Mexican culture, too. I'm just When we went down to Hidalgo, it was um, that same thing. Just so welcoming, so generous, even though they didn't have much to give. They were just so, so generous and willing to give all that they had. And it was just such a wonderful wonderful thing and it just made me love him and his culture so much more how how adventurous are you with with food what what haven't you tried and what you know what have you tried um the spice level has definitely gone up in in the last couple of years that's for sure the tolerance has gone up but i would say tamales are the number one pick in this house <laughs> Cor- Corona, um, what, what is one food Corona, you think that we, we can ask if she's tried or she will try can you think of one well let me see i'm wondering because maris i know we talked about this in the last podcast the tacos out here suck. First of all, is there is there some are there some really really good tacos out there in in Minneapolis, Augustine? And second of all, maybe mariscos, you know, maybe some ceviche. Yeah, so I mean, we have. I mean, I'm not the kind of person who's gonna be like these tacos are like way better than the tacos I had like somewhere else. But like, we have some like authentic taco places and some places we actually have a place that's half a mile from our house and they're legit. It's like al pastor carne asada everything and we go in there and we go in there with a coupon and they gave us the tacos for a dollar and they're really good i love them they taste legit and she's tried everything there's some food that she doesn't like and that my family makes and she's like i don't like that and but then she likes some of it so what what's that food so laura have you had a tacos de lengua <laughs> no not the tongue oh. <laughs> <laughs> are you guys a fan of those oh i love tacos de lengua really all right, Laura. Well, you got to keep keep it, you know, being adventurous here. Three buzzes next. You're going to have some sesos, some brains. Uh, <laughs> let's, let's, hook her up, let's hook her up with that, right? That's right. Let's get you going. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so back to Coronel's thing about Arizona not having good tacos. You know what? I just, I started thinking about it and, and I was just like, I was pissed off, Coronel. I was like, dude, you got to be joking me. Come on. There's, there's, there's taco places here. But then Taco I, that, Bell doesn't count, bro. No, that's not. Come on, bro. There's a few places, but you know what? To the level of like Mexico City and Mexico, they're not there. I, I can agree with you that. So I think what we're doing this podcast, we're going to start creating a GoFundMe page for Coronel and Sargento Tacos coming soon to Arizona. So we're going to do yes. it. We're going to make it happen. Yes. Well, you know, I, I I don't know if you guys are following me on Instagram. <laughs> did you guys did you guys see yeah, the video that so like 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 a like a Kardashian. I don't know if you're following me on No, 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 Instagram. no. No, no, no. The re- the reason I asked, did have you guys did you guys have you guys seen the latest video that I posted about the the girl who has her face painted like the Hector from Coco? Um trying to tell him something in Spanish. And this is what I'm going to tell him. I love your little butt. So this is I love your little butt. English, and then so to Spanish would be. Me encanta tu pequeño trasero. Me encanto te poquito en tu cero. Me encanta tu pequeño trasero. Me can. Me encanta tu pequeño. Me encanta tu pequeño. Me encanta. Me encanta tu pequeño trasero. Me encanta tu pasuelo pasuelo. So the video, if you get a chance, go check it out. 
and she's trying to learn this phrase in Spanish for like so thirty minutes. She completely butchers it, but it's the it's the most it's the most comical thing I've ever seen. I can't stop watching this video. Have you have you done that, Laura? Like where you you've tried to maybe do something special for Augustine with with uh, you know in relating in relation to the to this Mexican culture? There's once where uh, we were sitting at the table and I like said. I was like, something something strange should happen, and I said, "Ihole," and they were like, "We don't say that. That's a weird thing to say." Like, do you have a reaction to that? <laughs> oh, really? That's really? weird. We uh, say that. I say that. All weird. Time. That, I, they didn't say that. It was just everyone was shocked that she came out with that. They're just like, <laughs> they're like, what? Like they like they like you're surprised she knew what that meant, and like was at my aunt's house, and they all paused and were like, what? And they kind of giggled. No but, one yeah. says that. Yeah. Oh, I, I think it was it, Did you get it from like a novella? Where'd you pick that up? <laughs> no, I I went to a, a Spanish immersion until third grade, so I think I learned a little bit more of the formal language before the kind of slang. So I I'm not sure where I picked it up. Oh, but. we we can we can teach you all the slang you want to. We got <laughs> it all here, and we, you know, equales is is you know it's 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 nice and. All right, we'll, calm, we'll, give, we'll give you some. We'll give you some PG version ones, all right? Yeah, yeah. So, so, so you can say chingon. Chingon, <laughs> la madre. Yeah. So when when something something's, something's really cool, you go chingon. I try that out with the family. I don't know if you tried it out yet. Yeah. No. My uh, my mom gets uh, she's very very strict on the things. She, you know, every time I say anything like that, she's like. Nobles así, que eres un cholo o algo así. And I was like, what? No. Like, and then, so usually okay. when we're at these games, like, and I get with my buddies, we'll be talking, and I, I just love to piss her off when we're driving and, like, talk to my brother, and she looks at us all angry, like, I didn't teach you to talk like that. Like, she's going to be like, I don't want to hang around those Villa guys anymore. Yeah, those Villa guys are chingon and essay and vato. Yeah. PG, we're PG right now. <laughs> Oh, they're going to be listening to this probably and they'll be like, uh-huh, I know where you get the influence. Yeah. <laughs> so LAFC is out and it's going to be Atlanta in the finals. Um, who are you guys going for? Who, who's who's, who's going to end up being the champion of MLS Cup? I, I think it's going to be Seattle. I mean, I, I I don't like any of the teams now that LAFC is out, but no, I think it's going to I want I want Seattle to win. Now that of the teams that are left, I want Seattle to win. It's got to be Seattle, bro. Seattle. I don't know if I can... I can't deal with the green. I don't know what's up with that uniform, but whatever. They're going to win it. Well, because you're a Cardinal fan, right? So you hate the Seahawks. Oh, no, no. You're out of your mind. (laughs) All right. Well, you know what? Let's talk. Augustine, what's your uh, NFL team? Uh, The Vikings. Yeah, I I I was going to guess that. (laughs) Yeah, let's talk talk about the Vikings now that I got you on. You know. (laughs) No, 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 no. No, no, seriously. You guys have got a, I mean, I think you guys got a really, really great squad. I just think you need a quarterback. Oh, I think everyone here agrees. I think all the Minnesota fans agree. I mean, everyone, I don't think a single person was happy when we signed Kirk Cousins and spent, what, $84 million on him. But, like, it was a disaster. We've, we've had a bad history of quarterbacks. I think he's probably, like, our 10th quarterback in the last, like, 10 years. Uh, we recycle them, get a bunch of backups, a bunch of first-rounders that don't do well, and we all know we need one, but I mean, he did good the last like last game. So I think Minnesota's got a good enough team. If he doesn't screw up, right? If he doesn't screw up, they could they can actually make some noise and actually surprise a lot of people because I really think they are a solid, solid team. Just don't screw it up, Kirk Cousins. I mean, you've got teams that have won Super Bowls with pretty crappy quarterbacks. Uh, Baltimore won it. 
there were several that won it with pretty crappy quarterbacks. That's and funny. I think that's Minnesota, the first one I thought about too was Flacco too. Yeah, and I'm like, well, Flacco, right? Even like the back in the Chicago days, like the uh, Chicago Bears, when they had that that awesome defense, and they they had McMahon as a quarterback. McMahon sucked, bro. But I mean, the team pushed through, and I really think Minnesota is one of those teams. But as long as as long as Cousins doesn't screw it up, I think they can actually do it. I mean, the the only yeah. connection of the Vikings for us is that uh, Larry Fitzgerald is from Minnesota, so I'll, yep. I'll definitely you know props props to Larry. Yeah, that's right. Go Cardinals. All right, go ahead. What were you gonna say, Augustine? I was like, we had was it two years ago? And we lost to the Eagles in the, well, the NFC Championship, and then they yes. ended up winning the Super Bowl, and that was heartbreaking here because that Super Bowl was in Minnesota. Uh, oh, that's right. Yeah, that's so it was right. a really big deal for us, and. You know, we did it with Case Keenum, and before that, no one knew who he was. Like, we we started with Sam Bradford as a starting quarterback, and then he got injured, and then, like, Teddy Bridgewater was, like, our backup, and he also got injured. Case Keenum did, you know, did really good. We were winning that game at the beginning, and then we just choked and lost, and then they went on to win it, and, you know, all of Minnesota went back to, we hate the Vikings, our sports teams suck again, and... <laughs> oh, no. oh no! How big? How big of a Prince fan are you guys? I I'm not a Prince fan at all. <laughs> what? What? That's yeah. sacrilegious. How no, I know. Be? I think I think it's a it's overhyped here. I think a lot of people are like really overhyped about it. I drive by his house almost every day because uh, it's right by my job. What? Uh, it's Prince. Damn. Yeah. Is it is it like all color? It's all purple, or what color has a house? No, it's 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 like a really like contemporary modern like white building. But there's like a fence, kind of like it's kind of off, like not a major highway, but kind of like a highway. Everyone comes over and they put up like purple flowers, purple posters. Oh, yeah, I have that. nothing oh. against him. I just I'm just not a fan. Like I, I don't like. It's not that I hate him. I just I just never got into never him. Read, got into him. Yeah, listen to him or anything about it. It's been a pleasure getting to know you guys. I can't wait to uh, meet you guys at a, at a, one of the upcoming matches. Um, hopefully, you guys are looking to travel here soon as well, and uh, you know, get to meet you guys. Any any final shout outs? Anything you want to say? Um, yeah, no. I mean, you know, if anyone ever decides to come up to Minnesota, the Twin Cities, I actually am hoping that it becomes the new home for the United States team because they're no longer going to do Columbus, and they've played here twice in the last year. So we're thinking that this might be the new home for a classic over Mexico and USA. So if you're you if that does happen, you guys want to come up, come give us a shout. You know, we'll be out at the Dallas game in March. So hope to see everyone there. If you guys see us, say hi and yeah. Laura, any final thoughts? Any shout outs? Thank you so much for having us. It was a pleasure getting to know you and um yeah we'll we'll be at the Dallas game. That's our next Mexico game that we're going to at the end of March. Uh if we see anyone, yeah, stop and say hi and uh maybe maybe see you guys there. Looking forward to that next sign that you guys create. Can't wait to. I know you guys probably don't want to give it up, give it away yet, if you guys are thinking about it. But we'll we'll we'll, we'll know. We'll wait for that. Yeah, it also depends on the team. I want, want to know who it is. I heard Netherlands was a rumor, but I want to see who it is, and you know, kind of we'll kind of try to think of something based on the team. Yeah, so she could even say I was a Viking. Now I'm a Mexican. I don't know. We'll see. Coronel, final thoughts. Did we lose him? Oh, he got scared. I don't know what happened. It's just like it's just like when what when they when they hit that grand slam, he lost connection again. Oh, yeah. Here we go. The here we go again. Oh no no <laughs> That's no awesome. no. No no no. Thank you. you know, I said I want to thank you guys very much for jumping on on the podcast because I know that uh, we've had a few people that that have requested you and uh, you know people. Everyone knows you. Everyone knows you, and and I'm happy that you know people are going to get a chance to know you a little bit more. They're going to know you even more in Dallas. So I'll definitely see you guys in Dallas in March. 
Perfect. Awesome. 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 Well, thank you guys so much. You guys have a fantastic rest of the week, and we look forward to seeing you guys soon. Yeah, yeah. awesome. Sounds good. Enjoy the, the warm weather out there. 